Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, busy mom. Thanks so much for joining me again today for another episode. I'm super excited to talk about laundry organization today. So I want to make clear right away. I want to talk about your actual organized laundry room today. And then another episode, we're going to talk about good laundry practices. And that's going to have to do with when you're doing your laundry throughout the week, if you have a plan, if you totally don't have a plan and it only is when somebody throws up on something or <laughs> spills something or then you're kind of like forced to do it. So today I really just want to talk about specifically your laundry room. And the reason is because I am going to be 40 years old tomorrow whenever this airs. This is going to air on a Monday. And then the next day, Tuesday is going to be my 40th birthday. So the reason I bring that up is because I did an episode called organizing in my thirties at the beginning of this month, because this is going to be my last month of being 30. And I have started thinking about what it's going to be like and what, how it's going to be different going forward, really organizing my thirties. I talked a lot about that having to do with little kids, you know, you got to get really organized if you're going to have, especially multiple kids, not just one, but more than one. And especially in these pandemic days, good heavens. But even, you know, back in the day when I first turned 30 and I had one little one, and then when I was 33 and I had a second little one, one of the things that kept holding true 
was that I had to get really good with laundry and I had to get really good with having that room be something I enjoy going into. Otherwise it would make me insane. So are you in the insane laundry doer club or is laundry kind of like a little therapy for you? like it is for me. Now, laundry is not always therapy for me if it is something that I'm trying to rush to do before I get out the door. But I will tell you that over the years, really my savior has been creating a laundry room space that is not just functioning for me, which we will talk about that, of course, that's going to be the staple in having an organized laundry room, but it really needs to be aesthetically pleasing too. And that could take on a lot of different forms. So I'm going to suggest a few different things, but I want you to understand that when we're talking about an organized laundry room and making that more like therapy when you have to do it versus I really feel crazy and stressed out because I have to do this again. Cause you know, it's like that never ending mail pile. It's the never ending laundry pile. It's always going to be there as long as we're wearing clothes. And even if your clothes have just been you know, very minimal and just kind of the same sweats over and over or the same PJs over and over, just given our world circumstances right now, it still is needing to get done. And again, if you've got multiple people living in your home, it's just a constant, you know, you got the towels, you got, if you've got pets, you might have like pet towels, you got the kids clothes, you got your clothes, you got delicates, you got whites and colors and all that kind of stuff. And those are the things that I'm wanting to reserve to specifically talk about on another episode. So definitely be listening in for that. It is on the way. But the other thing I want to talk about today, when we talk about organizing that space and having it be almost therapeutic, is that you need to communicate with the people in your family what is most helpful for you. Now, I'm just assuming, and you know what happens when you assume, okay? So I'm... <laughs> I'm well aware that things could be different in your household than they are in mine, as they should be, right? Everything with style means doing things in your style, and it may look totally different than mine. So we want to offer up several different ideas of how you can be organizing that laundry room today, but also making sure, and this is across the board for everybody, that whomever is doing the laundry in your home, whether that is a one-person thing or an entire family thing, it's really important to communicate what it is you want done and then how you want to see that done based on how it's going to work for the whole entire family. Okay. So again, we'll get a little bit more deeper into that with the good laundry practices that are going to be coming soon. But for this one, I really think communication has to do with, Hey guys, this is what I want the laundry room to look like when we open the door to it. Or if you don't have a door and you have, if it's maybe it's just a laundry closet, so it's exposed, making sure that things that are around it are going to look nice. So again, that way you don't have that full on dread set in when you know you're about to round the corner and see that space, or you know that you've been putting off those good laundry practices for a little while. And, and now you're going to pay the price for it. Okay. We've all been there. We've been there. That's real. Sometimes it's every week. Okay. So what I would like for you to consider first is really thinking about what's going to help out mom the most when laundry is concerned. And again, please feel free to take when I refer to mom or when I say you, please know that that is kind of the person who's taking the lead on laundry in your home. Because even if you are sharing some of those responsibilities, a lot of times there's still kind of one leader who's still kind of bearing the brunt of it. 
And again, that doesn't have to be a bad thing because it can sometimes mean that it's managed by one person, which is a little bit easier. And then as the littles get older, then we'll start to teach them how they can be more helpful, help mom out, help dad out, how dad can help mom out. You get where I'm going with this. So not only communicating, what it is that you would like to see in that space. And perhaps this is where you need to do your three E's. Maybe you need to take your three E's and you need to say, what is my essential thing that I want to see in this space? And that can be aesthetically. That can be something that you want to look at and see that change. That can be anything from like deciding you're going to do a cute little sticky wallpaper, temporary wallpaper that goes up. Maybe you have cabinets and you have a little clear wall space below it. And that would be a fun, you know, kind of wallpaper moment. If you want to do that, if you have a big walk-in laundry room, well, number one, good for you. Number two, if you have a big laundry room, sometimes the bad thing about that is it can become the dumping ground for everything. I am going to talk today about how you can actually organize. If that is a space that is housing several different things, not just your laundry, how you can get that organized. But I really want you to focus on not only that essential thing that's going to be, like I said, aesthetic or, you know, just functional, you know, maybe it's a matter of just like having the proper bin for sorting whites, colors, towels, that kind of thing rolled in there, but also making sure you are communicating like, Hey guys, I want to make sure that the countertops in the laundry room or the floors are very clear so that when we need to get in and out, we're not tripping over things. This is not going to be the catch-all room where people just take, you know, when you've done a good Target run or a Costco run and you just go and you dump all of your bags of groceries or things in that room. You know, I can see occasionally maybe that happens and you want to stick it in there and then you want to close the doors off because you need to work on other things that take priority in your home. Listen, I, I totally get that. Okay. So I'm not like a crazy person who has to have it looking perfect all the time and the doors are always open and it looks amazing all the time. I understand that we have to, you know, we're multitasking constantly and we have to sometimes use that space as a bit of a catch all. I would just encourage you again to have good communication about how that's not going to be the dumping ground forever because that is the fastest way to make you dread doing laundry. So not only are we talking about communicating, we're getting those three E's out, not just for yourself to decide what's my essential thing I want, whatever you must have or must do in that space, jot that down. Then you want to have your enhancement, which is going to add style or value to that essential. So that's going to just be like, what's going to be the next step that's going to make that better. And then finally your extra, which is going to be I like to say that's when we're actually putting in those proper organization bins and things, but maybe your bins are already there and your extra just needs to be like, I want to make this a pretty space. I want to bring in, you know, a flower pot, or I want to bring in a picture, or I want to go, you know, to Marshall's or Michael's or go on Amazon and get one of those pretty signs that says laundry or some cutesy little thing that says like wash and fold or, or you, you know what I'm talking about. It's one of those cutesy little things that adds a little bit of style to your space. Whatever it is that you feel like are the three things you want to focus on, stick with just those first. Then if you knock those out and you feel like, you know what, I think I want another set of three E's because I think we can even make this laundry room area better, or it could perhaps house other things. So now I want to maybe go and grab more things than just the organization bin to put the laundry in. I'd like to get some great bins to go in the cabinets or in the exposed shelving units that you might have. You might decide to put some floating shelves up on the wall. If you think, you know, I, I kind of want this to be 
a pretty laundry room. And again, really welcoming whenever I decide I want to go in there and have this be a little alone time for mom and therapy. Maybe you want to have your favorite podcast playing in your earbuds, or you want to have some music playing and you just want to go in there and have a clear countertop where you can make sure that you have space to fold. And then you want to put those things in the bin that's going to then transfer to whomever's bedroom, you know, you're going to go to next. You got to go to somebody else's bedroom to drop these things off. Again, we'll talk more about having the family have certain responsibilities when we talk about the, the good practices for laundry and how that's going to work out in your house. But for now, really do ask yourself, what kind of bins would I like? What do I need in that space? Do I need to have some clear containers so that I can see when I open the cabinet doors, what's living in those clear containers. Do you want to have it be white? I'm a big fan of white. And you'll, if you go onto everything with style mom on Instagram, you'll see, I've done some reels of my laundry room. I've done some photos of it. I've done photos of other laundry rooms that I've organized, but I talk a lot about making sure that you have it fit your style. And then also the style of the rest of the house. So in my laundry room, I want to talk about how not only do I have for me those white bins that I get from the container store, I can drop a link to my favorite ones in the container store. And remember, those are going to be the white option that I have, but you can also get it in a clear option. They have kind of like a gray, what do they call that? It's almost like a smoky look to it. That one's really cool because you can still see through it if you need to, if you don't feel like doing labels or you can still do labels on top of the see-through ones as well. Then you're just like, I really know what's living in that basket or that bin. Or maybe I just said basket. Maybe you want to have a natural basket, a beautiful wood color, earth tone, something like that. You want to have that put in like a, a pretty little wicker basket, or maybe you want to find some cute baskets that have the little liner linen liners over the top of it. Again, just to offer a little extra style, whatever is going to fit you in that space and, and also sort of carry through to the rest of your home. Just kind of have that be an extra extension of your beautifully organized and styled home. And by the way, if you feel like your home is not organized and styled, feel free to go back on past episodes and find some suggestions for maybe ways you can get it to feel that way. All right. So I did mention that in my laundry room now in our new house, and I did have a little bit of this in our old house as well. We actually have thankfully some great built-in storage. And with that, I wanted to make sure I was definitely maximizing that using the drawer. There's one drawer that's my battery drawer and it has like some trash bags in it. It has some big shipping tape in it. It has different things that I'm not using all the time, but it's a good place to pull out to be easily accessible if I do need to use those things. So if you have a drawer, I am loving these days. I'll put this link in too. There are these Target drawer containers. They are little organizers. They're white. And so for me, that matches my laundry room. I just decided I wanted it to be all white because that way it's, it's not quite so overwhelming when I go in there and I have maybe multiple colors of clothing that I'm working through doing the laundry on, or perhaps like a folded stack of laundry that I'm just waiting until the next one is done and we'll take it up all together. And so I just decided I wanted it to be all white. That's me, white cabinets, white walls. And I do have some other pretty things in I'll tell you about in a minute. But these particular white drawer organizers from Target, I love those because they not only match also when you open up my cabinets and I have those white bins, organization bins in there that hold things like my laundry detergent or any softener or, you know, the wool balls that you use in place of the bounce sheets or things, the 
stain remover spray. And then I have a whole other area that is for cleaning products. And those are all in their containers as well. So definitely grouping like items. I decided I wanted to take that same idea down to that one drawer that I have. And I use the white drawer organizers that match that as well. Now, these particular drawer organizers I love because they're malleable. So they bend and shift a little bit. And how many times have you, well, for me, this happens a lot because not only am I organizing my space, but I'm constantly in other people's space. And so I am constantly buying organizers and it doesn't matter how many times I measure sometimes occasionally the fit of a drawer organizer might be just a hair off. And if it is not bendable, if it's not movable, malleable at all, I have to take back the whole thing or I'll have a little gap on the side, which totally makes me crazy. I love there's <laughs> organizers unite. Okay. There's nothing more satisfying when you go to put organizers in a place and they just fit perfectly. There's no random gaps anywhere. It just like fits so beautifully. Oh my gosh, it makes me so happy. So I will say I have had such success with these particular organizers in my laundry drawer and also in my junk drawer. So I'll make sure that I'm snapping photos and getting those up so you can see those on Instagram, on Facebook, and then also making sure that you are getting the links in the show notes. You guys go to the show notes here for episode 55 and make sure that you are grabbing these links because then you don't even have to think about it. You can just be like, okay, Paige has tested these out. They totally work. I'm just going to go get these. And also, by the way, on those white containers that I love when I'm grouping those like items together, like I mentioned, the detergent or the cleaning products or those kinds of things, I love being able to get different sizes. The ones that I have are the medium size. There's a large size, maybe an extra large size, and then there's small and extra small in these particular ones. So what you may find is you might want to turn some really small ones sideways so they have where you can easily grab. They've got a nice little open handle space on the side. These are plastic containers. You can pull out that open handle. That's fantastic. Or if you want to do the larger ones, which that's what I have right now, and that cleaner look where you don't see the handles open on the side, you can reach up and still grab those from the side. But when you just open the cabinets, it's like a nice white look. And then I have a handy little clip label. I also got that from container store, but you can get them anywhere. You can get clip labels anywhere. The ones that I have in my laundry room right now, I got actually, no, I got these in my laundry room for my new house. I got them from target because I ended up getting the dry erase marker label. So this way I just have a dry erase marker and I will write on there in case I switch out some of the things that are in there. So I have one container that's got all of my vacuum attachments. So you guys may have your vacuum or you may have your Swiffer or your mop or your broom or your dustpan or any of those things in your laundry room as well. If you have a bunch of those little parts, go ahead and not just like have those living down on the floor. You can either put them in a drawer to tuck those away, or you can have a container that is specifically vacuum parts. That's also a good place to have any directions for any vacuums. Maybe in your laundry room, you might want to have one container that holds all of your warranties. What I have done is because I don't really need a lot of these warranties on the regular. So warranties are like 
instructional manuals, I actually, in that drawer that I mentioned, that one drawer in the laundry room, if you take out all of my little containers, my white containers that I got from Target, underneath, I have just laid out the owner manuals and directions and all that kind of stuff, warranties. That's there. So that way nobody sees it. I know it's there, but the drawer organizers are not so deep that it won't close if I have those laying underneath there. So, you know, that's not really necessarily a pretty thing that you want to see, unless maybe you do want to stand those up. If you have like a binder or something that you want to keep in there or in a desk area, and you want to stand those things upright and have those all in one space. But for me, I have those living underneath a little, little tucked away underneath my drawer organizer. So that's something to consider in that space. What else do I have in there? I mentioned cleaning supplies. And so not only do I have those in, you know, sprays, and then I have a couple little handy caddies. So like, those are the ones, if either I'm taking that going to room to room cleaning, or if we have a cleaning person come in and help us out, that's just a convenient caddy to have that has a handle on it that you can walk around and have like everything that you need in one spot. So that's a great idea. Again, mine is white. I got it from the container store. You can get them anywhere, Target, Amazon, all over the place. So just go find it, a caddy that works for you. That's a great thing to have up there. And again, I chose white so that it would just match the decor in that space. And I do just want to mention this. If you are a person who's like, oh, one time I went to the dollar store and I got this bin and it was green because I loved green at the time. And then another time I went to Target and I got these white rattan baskets. And then another time I went to the container store and I got all white bins. And then I decided I want to see some of these things. And so I wanted to have clear ones. If you're taking all of those things and you're just using what you have on hand, great. At least it's getting organized. I'm a big fan of just containing your items. So if that's what you need to do right now, wonderful. That's progress. Get it organized, group things in like categories. So that way you always know where things are going to be. You can slap a label on there if you need to, if you can't see what's inside. Perfect. If you want to up your organization game and have that be a little bit more attractive. So again, we're kind of giving ourselves more opportunity to walk into that space and love it and have it feel more like therapy, have it be like a little area that maybe you go to kind of unwind or again, listen to music or just be alone and be in there doing some laundry, be alone with your thoughts. <laughs> maybe that's the pantry for you. Maybe you go hide out in your pantry and, you know, chomp some crackers or cookies or Twizzlers or something, you know, you, you do you. Okay. But for me, a lot of times my little hiding zone is in my laundry room. And so if you can really up that aesthetically pleasing game, okay, your organization form and function game, choose bins that match if you have that option. And these days organizing is just stinking cool. And so there are a lot of places that carry organization bins. And just if you already have some white things and you just need to add a couple more, just go in search of more white things. Or if you decided you want it to all be clear because that's your aesthetic and that's just easier for you and your brain where you don't have to read a label or you don't have to think about what's in it and you just want to see it by all means, go find all clear bins. But again, you're just sort of sticking with whatever that theme is. And a lot of times, if you are choosing a theme, again, that kind of goes along with the rest of the look of your house, that again is a bonus because it's just going to be an extension of the organization and style that you've got in the rest of your home. So I mentioned all of the laundry things that are in there. I decided years ago that I was going to get a solid white 
plastic tub. I got this from Target for five bucks. I don't know that they carry this particular one anymore, but I'm sure you can find it anywhere. But I got the one that's for like party drinks. So if you're having a party and you want to throw ice in and then you stick the drinks in on top, I got that because I knew that this would pull double duty for me. And I'm going to have an episode coming up soon that talks about double duty furniture and other things that pull double duty in your house, because I love when the things that you choose to bring into your house do have more functions than just one. So this is one little sneak peek. I'll tell you now I got this. It's a medium size. I would call it. So like if I'm standing next to it, it comes up to about my knees. If it's on the ground, it comes up to about my knees. It's a white plastic container. I've used it in the bottom of my pantry to hold waters whenever it is not on ice. You know, it's not in a party situation. It just holds waters. Now that we live in our new house, we got a water filtration system set up on our sink. And so I don't have to buy as many water bottles anymore and really never. So that is now freed up and I have brought it into my laundry room. And obviously it, I guess that would be triples. It triples as, you know, a party container if you need to take that outside on ice and have your drinks in there. But it is now because it's all white and the size of it has now pulled triple duty. And it is one of my laundry baskets that I just constantly keep in my laundry room. At our old house, I had a rolling rack that you could hang things on if they needed to dry. And then there were three linen bags that hung down below and I would drop in the whites and the colors and the towels. So now what I've done is this new space, while it is a larger laundry room, because it's kind of like this longer galley style laundry room, I wasn't able to fit that particular rolling unit in there and still feel like I could get around it and get in my washer and dryer. So at my old house, I had a smaller space. It still had a couple doors on it that opened and closed. Now I just have one little door because that's just our, our galley style. When you go into the laundry room from the side. Our old one, you would enter from the front and we had like the big pulling doors that, that folded open, like the accordion doors. Does that make sense? And so I was able to take that big rolling rack and have those little organizers for all of the different colors up against the wall. It was out of the way. So whenever I was doing my laundry, I could open those two doors and it opened to a larger hallway. So I had plenty of space and then could obviously close those doors off whenever it was too loud and we didn't want to hear the washer dryer or whenever we were maybe housing things in there that didn't look so nice and we wanted to close that off. So what I decided to do this time is I took that white plastic bin and I have that be kind of like the always living on this one part of the countertop. And that is just kind of the toss in. It doesn't have to be separated. It can be towels, colors, whites, that kind of thing. That's just going to be the one that if you're downstairs and you have laundry, you can just drop some things in that. My husband, ever since we moved to the new house, he uses a part of the garage for working out. And so because he is doing his workouts regularly, sometimes one or two times a day, I'm doing more laundry. And with that being plastic, he can throw his sweaty clothes in there and it's not touching any other clothes. And so that's a good one. And then after I toss them quickly into the washer, I can just wipe it down with a wipe if I need to, if it's, you know, if it starts to get a little stinky, it's nice to have that be plastic versus fabric. So that's something to think about if you guys are looking to purchase um, some great laundry organizers. 
I would just suggest that you think what's going to live in here. Is this going to be our soft towels, but that may potentially be wet after use? Are there going to be sweaty clothes or perhaps you or your kids are exercising or you're doing sports? And so those things are getting constantly sweaty. I would really highly recommend finding a plastic one or even like a mesh bin that's going to be breathable and that you can easily wipe down. Also, if you have a laundry basket, I have one upstairs. I got this one. This is a nice tall one that I also got from the container store. It's gray and it's woven and it has a linen laundry liner inside of it. And it has a top that goes down over the top. It has a little handle to open it. And I love that because if it does start to get stinky, which I tell my husband, don't throw the stinky sweaty clothes in there. Those go downstairs directly to the laundry so I can get that done quickly and you can put it either on the counter, you can put it in that plastic bin, but sweaty clothes don't go in here. However, you know, our clothes don't always smell that great when we're tossing them in the laundry. So if I start to feel like that linen liner doesn't smell great, I can just throw that in with the towels as well. So do be considering that when you're figuring out what's going to work best for you. And is it a situation where you have enough space where you've decided you want to have multiple laundry bins for either the whites and the colors, or maybe you want to have multiple laundry bins because you want to do all the kids stuff on one day, all your stuff on one day, all the dog stuff on one day. So you just take that into consideration and consider your space. Two other things that I have currently living in my laundry room are my kids activity stuff. So this is like anything that they might use arts and crafts wise. These are activities like puzzles. These are games, anything like that, because we just happen to have space in there underneath the cabinet. And again, I'll make sure that I'm posting some of these things so you can check them out at everything with style mom. And that was perfect. It made so much sense. So underneath there, I have some standing upright organizers that actually a friend I had organized her home and then she ended up moving to another state. And so she said to me, she was like, these were so great, but she's like, I can't move all of this across the country. So would you like to have these? And so she gifted those back to me, which was such a fun, fun little score on my part. I was so excited about that. So I got these white stand up organizers that were great for holding my kids construction paper, printer paper, folders, activity books, those kinds of things. Any other books that they are reading. One of them I have for my Christmas cards. So I save the Christmas cards from the two years prior. So that way when, when we decide to do our Christmas cards, we want to make sure anybody who sent us one. And then additionally, anybody also on our list, we'll make sure that we send those out as well. It's nice just to have those. And it's super fun to look back on those photos anyway. So that also lives in my laundry room. And then finally, I have like a gift area. So I have one large bin, of course it's white, and that is in a lower cabinet that sits all the way back in the back. And those are just gifts that we will have on hand if one of us is going to go to a party or if somebody has a birthday that we know and we haven't had a chance to get out and go shopping, we have like a little mini gift container that is something that we can just grab on the go. If there's somewhere that you don't want to show up empty handed, we have some little gadgets in there and some fun little things that are totally unisex. So it doesn't matter if you're young, old, gosh, I hate even calling anybody old, especially as I'm going into a new decade. I'm like, I'm just never going to say old again because it's, you know, it's just a number, but I'll say any age and, you know, boy, girl, child, adult, just a good thing to have a little gift area that houses some things if you need something on the go. In that gift basket area, I also have 
two other of those white containers, same ones that match the ones that are in my upper cabinets that hold the laundry stuff and the cleaning products. This is for small gift bags and large gift bags and tissue paper. So if you go back and you listen, because it doesn't just have to be Christmas wrapping paper, but if you go back and listen to one of the December episodes, the wrapping station organization, you will hear a little bit more about how I have that organized and how I believe you should always make sure that your tissue paper is a little bit separate. So it doesn't get all crumpled up and messed up, but having some tissue paper, some small gift bags, large gift bags there also have another container that has ribbons and bows in it and some little cards for personalizing those that's something that I have living there. So I love having all those things there because I have made a point to have clear open countertops. I have the clear countertops for folding, obviously. I also have those clear countertops always if I need to go in and wrap a present. So I just wrap it there on the counter. And I also have it cleared open in case they're like you, you know, we talked about in the beginning that maybe you do need to have it be a dropping zone temporarily. And then again, just keeping the floors clean so you can go back and forth. So that's not super annoying. And side note, before I forget, you might consider if you are spending a lot of time in there, getting one of those great, do you call it orthopedic or therapeutic (laughs) mats? You know what I'm talking about? Those mats you can stand on on the floor that are comfortable. So that way just, you know, it's a little nicer on your body. So you might want one of those, one of those wellness mats. And I can tell you that years ago, I got one from Cutco, Cutco, the place that you go to get your knives. My brother used to sell those. So we actually got one from there. So I don't know if they still sell them, but you can get wellness mats anywhere, but just, just another little thing. Again, if we're wanting that laundry room to kind of offer a little therapy, that might be a nice little bonus to have in there. That might be one of your extras that you decide on your three E's to have a nice cozy mat. So that's going to be comfortable standing in there and doing laundry and folding clothes and perhaps wrapping a present or getting activities together for the kids or something like that. If your laundry room houses more than just laundry. So something else to consider, but here was the last thing I didn't want to forget to tell you that I actually had my handyman, Jeff come in when we moved into this new house and he mounted, he just found like a long, I want to say it's a two by four, but it's not a two by four. It's a long white shelf. It already was, it came white. So he just came in and measured how long. And the reason I wanted to put that there is if you can envision this, when you walk into my laundry room, there are the upper cabinets. There are some lower cabinets. The washer and dryer sit side by side on the ground. And then there's a gap between where the washer and dryer are and where the higher upper cabinets are. There was a quite a large gap. And you know me, I want to maximize vertical space. Hello, have an episode on that. Maybe it's episode six, maximize your vertical space. You can go back and check that out. I'll pop that link in show notes as well, if you're interested in that. But I decided I, I didn't want that to be empty. And I also talk about form and function. I wanted to have some pretty little things there and some sentimental things. I'm going to tell you a really cute thing that I have in there that I just have treasured all these years. But I also wanted to make sure that I hid the tubing, the black tubing and the multicolored, all the different things of the stuff that comes out of the wall that attaches your washer and dryer to the wall and the ventilation system. I didn't want to look at that. And when you walked into our laundry before, you could see that. And it was not attractive. So I just made sure that I matched the paint color that was on the wall right now. It's kind of like an off-white color and we plan on painting it white. 
And so I just matched the color that I found that was existing in there. And I painted around that area and the tubing and all of that, you know, just made sure that it looked as like clean and white as possible. And then I had Jeff mount a long shelf along the top of that. So I still had plenty of space on the top of my washer dryer to do the folding or to do the wrapping presents if I needed to. And then I also have this extra decorative shelf that hides the unattractive tubing, right? Because again, therapy, therapy, we're making it an inviting, beautiful space. And I put some of my most treasured things there. So currently I have a little faux plant because that room just does not see light. And so I did not want to kill any plants. No, thank you. I do that when there is light. So I just, that just was not nice. So, you know, I probably got that from Target. It's just a little cute little faux potted plant. So I put that there. I didn't want to have a candle in there because I didn't want to light it and then forget about it, but I wanted to have it be, you know, and walk away as you're multitasking while you're doing laundry. So instead of having an open flame, I decided I just wanted to get a diffuser. So just the reed diffuser. So I have that in there. I don't know what, I think I got something that almost is like a, I love the scent of coconut. So I feel like maybe I got that scent in there. I love that back in the day, mom, I know you're listening. Mom, do you remember what's my favorite? My favorite Yankee candle, you know, coconut Bay. And they don't make that very often anymore. You can't find that. That smell takes me back. Do you guys have those nostalgic smells? You smell them and you're like, oh, it just takes me right back. I remember that mom used to send me that favorite one when I was in school and college and it smelled like a vacation. I just, it was like so nice. I would always have it going, especially when I was studying for finals or something and it smelled so good. And so now I will have that reed diffuser in there that has that coconutty smell. And it just, it takes me back. Not only does it make me feel like I'm on vacation, which is what you want when you're having to do laundry, but it also just, it's very, it's a sentimental smell to me. So choose a great reed diffuser, or maybe you have an essential oil, something that you can set on a timer in there. So that way that space smells good. Cause especially if it's closed off, you know, laundry rooms, might smell a little bit like a stinky gym room. And we don't want that, right? That's not therapeutic. That's just smelly and annoying. Okay. I also have a photo of on my wedding day, my husband and I, our aunt gave us this very sweet framed photo and I just love it. It was like taken two seconds after we walked down the aisle and I love it and it's sweet and we have big old, big old silly grins on our face. And so I love that one. So that one's in there. I also put that's by the way, that's a nice thing to have a very sweet memory when you're having to do your spouse's sweaty laundry clothes. Okay. So, you know, like do what you got to do to help yourself out. And I also have this really cool thing that my husband gave me for our first year of marriage. We always do for our, our anniversaries. We do whatever either the traditional or the modern gift is. And so that very first one was paper. So he got basically these, this paper print out of shares of tennis. I'm from Tennessee. So it was like Tennessee, railroad and oil shares that you could buy back in the day. So this is a very cool vintage thing. And it was in this very unattractive gold frame that wasn't his doing. It just came like that. So I can't, you know, blame him. So that was already framed. And so about four, probably like four years ago, you guys may have seen in my old laundry room where I had that, I actually ended up just painting the frame white. I could have obviously reframed it, but the frame was actually nice. So I just painted over it white to match my white walls. And it totally just gave that cool thing. Oh my gosh. It just like brought it into the century. <laughs> so it was a very dated picture frame. So anyway, I love it now. So those are some fun little things I have in my area. So I would just highly suggest if you're making that laundry room 
area a pleasing therapeutic place to be, <laughs> I would highly recommend putting some sweet memories in there, whether that's photos, smells that you can incorporate, something special to look at. And again, it just kind of makes that whole never ending laundry pile situation feel a little less stressful and a little more doable. So highly recommend those things. Let's see. I'm just thinking, I would say too, if you have those things I mentioned, if, if this is also a place where you keep your mops and your brooms and all those kinds of things, just get a wall mount. Oh my gosh, could not be simpler. Grab a wall mount. Uh, I just had one of these installed. I had my, my guy, Jeff, go over to one of my organizing clients house and she was out of town. And so whenever she got back home, she was very excited to see that all of her mops and brooms and dusters and things like that had been mounted. So they were no longer hanging out in the way whenever you walk in to the laundry room on the floor. So that was a nice bonus. So I will tell you that container store has some great five hooks and three hook mounts that go up on the wall that I love. And you just press in the whatever it is that you're hanging, you know, the, the swiper sweeper or whatever. And that's usually a real skinny handle. Or if you have a larger one, maybe you have an outdoor broom and it's a beast and it's really thick. We have one of those too. That mount actually is, is customizable. It has these little, like a ball and a spring thing within the mount. And so you just push in whatever your handle is and it just kind of grabs it. And it has a rubbery feeling thing that just kind of like grips it in place. So it doesn't slide up or down. So it's pretty cool. That's one of my favorites. What it's called. I don't know. I think it's like five mop mount or three mop or broom mount, something like that. You can search that in the container store, but I will try to have a, a section with some links in the show notes to make sure that you guys are at least able to go directly to these places that I know really work very well, have been tried and true in my space and in my, my organizing clients. So hopefully that'll just take a little stress out of it. You don't have to plan too much but really do take this opportunity to make your laundry room, not only an organized space, but one that you enjoy going in because we got to go in it sometimes multiple times a day. All right. Especially if you have more and more kiddos you're adding to the mix, laundry will never stop. So please use some of these tips. If you do, let me know which ones you used. What does your laundry room make you feel like? Does it make you feel like a crazy person or does it make you feel like, oh, this might be a little space that I can go to and enjoy on my own. And if it doesn't, hopefully using some of these tips will make that a more enjoyable space and certainly an organized laundry room. All right, everyone. I look forward to the upcoming episodes in April. We are going to talk all about spring cleaning. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't enjoy cleaning. I love organizing, but I don't enjoy cleaning. So I'm going to be talking about that on the next episode. And I'm going to be talking about lots of different areas in your home that you can focus on that are not going to be overly crazy, stressful, humongous jobs. I will be talking about a few different things like a storage closet that might be a little bit more of a beast on one of the episodes, but I'm going to be talking about some simpler spaces too, just so you can kind of feel like you're getting those organization wins under your belt and really just getting prepared with your spring cleaning after the winter time and looking forward to 
hopefully a delightful summer this year as well. We're already starting to get some warm weather here in California. Our, our winter is so short-lived. So for all of you in Tennessee and Texas and all those other places that got so much snow this year, I look forward to talking with you in April about how we can get to the spring cleaning part because I know that winter has probably maybe lasted a few too many weeks for you at this point. All right. Hopefully you guys are having a great day and enjoy the final days of this month while I go turn 40 and I'll talk to you in April. <laughs> Bye everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of the mom's organization motivation podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.